Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. We've made it. It is the unofficial start of summer this weekend. It is Memorial Day weekend. Pools will open. Grills will grill. Grills will cook. Nah. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> it was a valiant effort. Nice try. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, and I like to remind, I did this for, you know, for years on the air when we were uh, broadcasting, but I, I, I want to remind everybody again, this is not the time to thank a veteran for their service. That comes with Veterans Day in November. Memorial Day is remembering those men and women who uh, paid the ultimate price, and that is giving their life for this great country of ours. So that's what Memorial Day is about. And as you get ready for the unofficial kickoff of summer, and you, you know, a lot of people will get out and do some camping, uh, a lot of barbecue and enjoying the lakes, things like that. Just remember that that's what it is all about. And don't get the two confused because for years I had, being a veteran myself, people would always say, thank you for your service. I'm like, that comes in November. The, this weekend is about people who gave way more than I ever did. And that's their life. And there are some right. very nice programs around the area yes, on Monday yeah. um, and throughout the weekend to remember those. So there you go. And a lot of people, I'm, for, remember when the sales department would come down the hall and they'd be like, is this the weekend where we thank veterans? And I'd be like, nope, no, nope. <laughs> no. This is remembering those who gave their life for this great country of ours. So, I mean, it is, you know, it's something to think about. But at the same time, you know, enjoy it. And uh, it looks like, anyways, Mother Nature is trying to cooperate. We should be back into the 80s and close to 90, maybe even on Sunday, it looks like now. Wonderful. So, so it, yeah, get out and enjoy the it pool is, and the lake and the boat. It is going to be, it looks like, anyways, a, a nice weekend. Uh, yesterday, at the end of the show, we talked about the, the Sober Curious movement again. And this has gained a ton of steam. And when we say Sober Curious, it's people wondering what it would be like to live alcohol-free, Right. And I and it, not just people that need to go to treatment, but even just casual drinkers, just to not consume alcohol anymore I'm, and see how it makes you feel. Because I can tell you this, beyond the shadow of any doubt, there is no amount of alcohol that you need for health benefits. All of the benefits in a uh, glass of red wine or anything else, you can get those from other foods, <laughs> okay? I have had this discussion with physicians, registered dietitians, and everybody else. You don't need alcohol. Yeah, there's not actually health no. benefits. So, but you know what? Listen, I, you know, I, I throughout my life, right? I, I always enjoyed ice cold beer, uh, scotch whiskey. I love good wine. Uh, but I was like, I'm going to try on Christmas Day, December 25th. You, de- you and I decided, let's. Let's do the dry January thing. And we just, you know, like a lot of people just kept it rolling. And I'll tell you this. And and the reason I bring this up again, every time we start talking about this, the analytics on our podcast go through the roof because I think it's a place where people feel that they can 
get into a conversation about this and they don't have to be judged or they don't have to actually partake. They can just listen. They can just listen. And they feel safe, right? And they can hear like actual experiences from people who have been doing it for months. The reason I'm going to talk about this again is because you and I both get a ton of people that want to know if we're still doing it and what are some of the changes that we've seen now. God, how long has it been? It's been five months. I haven't counted days or anything, but it's been... It, it's, been five, it's been five months yeah. because it's, Christmas yeah, The 25th day, was yesterday. Yeah, Christmas Day was the last time. Or no, the 25th was Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been over five months. Yeah. And I have had a lot of people ask about our trip to Las Vegas and what that was like, tra- just traveling sober in general, but specifically Las Vegas because right. that is a city where well, Sin City. the booze flows 24 hours a day. Right. You can carry it down the street. And trust me, I have carried it down the street many, many times. I've carried it in my purse. Right. In the mall in Las Vegas. Well, you can literally drink anywhere in Las Vegas. (laughs) Yes. And it's, I don't know if it's legal, but they don't stop you. And to prove that Vegas is back to where it once was, when we were walking down the boulevard this past trip, (laughs) there were guys selling beers and wine out of coolers. Just out on the, just. Just out on the strip. Just. Homeless guys out on the strip would go to the liquor store. They'd got a bag of ice and some bush light and Coors Light, and they'd be selling ice cold beers on the strip as you're walking down for two bucks. So Vegas is back. Vegas is back. That's exactly what's going on out there. We did not partake. <laughs> no, I didn't. And um, I felt very relaxed. I slept great. I didn't have to take a four hour nap in the middle of the day. Right. To sleep off my bottomless mimosa brunch <laughs> right um i remember all the great shows that we saw right because i didn't drink all day before right. we went to the shows. so i i mean for me there was a lot of benefits one of my i think the biggest thing that i took away from that trip not drinking alcohol was going to the valley of fire which is a state park in nevada right um 40 minutes away from the las vegas strip we went out there we spent most of a day hiking and sightseeing and taking photos and it was beautiful and we really enjoyed the whole thing well well, here's what i want to do i want to talk and address some of the questions that we get in the inbox mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. just people asking us because a lot of people don't i mean they, they don't want to come out and publicly ask us about and i understand that you know there's some people that i think are are, are curious but it's a conversation that they feel uncomfortable with, but they feel comfortable enough inboxing us or, 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 or yeah, just because we're never going to call you out by name. No, 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 no. And we will say someone asked, or we got a message that said, but we're never going to call you out by name. Because I know for a fact, just again, by watching analytics and watching the response that we get and the questions that people ask that a lot of people are exactly, well, curious about it Mm -hmm. right and they're wondering what would change in my life if I stopped drinking completely and and the reason this isn't going anywhere and it's going to move forward and the next generation the next generation is going to look for alternatives I'm I'm telling you it's happening uh, CBD, which we have right here in Southern Minnesota. We've 
listen, I've talked to Matt and Mike from the CBD centers here, and we're going to, we'll do a video. We'll put together some cool. Like um, a Memorial Day yeah, mocktail. Yeah, mocktails that they have it. And they're super refreshing. refreshing. Uh, again, you don't have to deal with hangovers, all of that stuff. And it's all uh, grown, uh, harvested, and processed right here in southern Minnesota. You know what you're getting because it was when we were in Las Vegas. It's blowing up out there, right? Completely. So it's huge. The next generation, the the young kids of today, the really young ones, a lot of them will look at alcohol like a lot of the generation today looks like at a lot of the tobacco products. They'll be and, like, whoa, I can't believe you did that, right? And that, you can be that see that with the alternatives that are coming out in the yeah, market. Right. I mean, there are a lot of um, even non-alcoholic spirits right. that are really coming in and, and becoming popular. I mean, and I'm talking about like de-alcoholized gin and I'm de-alcoholized not, yeah. whiskey and things like that. And you're just seeing more and more of those kinds of products coming on the market. To me, they've got a long way to go with those specifically. But I will be, I'll be honest with you, the non-alcoholic beer that they have now with, with you got, you got companies like Athletic Brewing, Brewing, and even some of the staples like Coors and, and, and Anheuser-Busch and all of these other companies are getting on board because they know there's a demand for it. When Athletic Brewing hits liquor stores, I'll give you an example of, uh, What's the big wine and spirits? Total in, wine. Total wine in Bloomington. We I talked to the guys that work there, and they said, when we unload that stuff and put it on the shelf, it doesn't make it an hour, and it's gone. Which t- and it All is. Of it. It's very good. It, it was because they've got, they've got it down now. I mean, it took years, and then you had to have guys that were dedicated to the craft of doing it. They have non-alcoholic beer now that is every bit as good as the alcoholic, not the alcohol, just alcohol- Infused beer, right? right? But there had to be a market for it for them to work that hard to perfect it. And so that tells you that there is a market for it. Like I'll come home on Friday after work and I get out my my, uh, corksicle koozie and I put my non-alcoholic beer in it. And that's like my little wind down. Right. Just like it would have been with a Coors Light six months ago. But it's just a well-being or an an athletic or something like that. So you're, you're going to see liquor stores... And a lot of restaurants, and I'm proud of Minnesota because they do a better job than a lot of other states offer. You'll, you'll find on menus, like when we we stopped in uh, Chaska a few months ago and uh, at one of our favorite spots out there, spots out there, and it was, there. Were, they had probably six, seven mocktails on their menu. And you're right? seeing that more yeah. and more in our area. You're seeing mocktails, non-alcoholic beers being offered at restaurants, um, not a lot of that in Las Vegas. No. I, at I, all. <laughs> when we were in Vegas, I don't think I saw a single mocktail on any menu. Nope. Because, well, that's not traditionally why you go to Las Vegas. Right. But right? I think with this sober, curious movement, they may have to make some changes. And I think or people who are vacationing right. there will will pay the same price as a cocktail. Right. They're not looking for cost savings. They just want to be able to enjoy a refreshing beverage and like, don't put it in a pop glass with a straw. Right. We drank a lot of uh, tonic with lime. Okay, you guys know how I feel about my tonic and lime. <laughs> I love it. Right. And it's, like, I I had a tonic in my hand most of the time that we were in a casino. Right. Because it kept the Coors Light out of my purse, is what I said to right. you. I was like, if I have to just keep getting a tonic and lime, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to because it just it feels natural to have something in your hand while you're wandering around in Las Vegas. So let's get to these questions because I know a lot of people listening have these same questions and maybe they haven't inboxed us or 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 approached yeah. us with yeah. these or or even yeah. friends that a lot of of just friends of mine have sent me messages mm-hmm. asking are you still doing that? And then they'll have specific questions. So Let's get to some of these questions, and that way we can just answer them, and you don't even have to ask them. What's so? I would well. Let's just start with what's the number one question you get from friends or people that just send you messages that are curious. What's the what's the number one question they have to ask? The number one question that we get in our inbox, and I get in my own personal DMs, is what do you order when you're socializing? And I say, if there's a mocktail. I'll I'll look at the mocktail menu. Generally, they're a little bit more sweet than what I like. So, tonic and lime. Right. Or a glass of water if if you so choose. A lot right, of Right, but people are asking right. what I order. It's right. a tonic and lime. That, that, that's exactly it. Now, we we get that a lot. Uh, uh non-alcoholic beers are again, you'll you'll start to see more of them offered because I mean, there's the ones that we've all come to know for years like the Oduls and stuff like that. They're way beyond that now. I yeah, mean, they've got you, some really you, good ones. You were more of a like connoisseur than I yeah. was when it came to like regular beer. So you know a little bit more about the non-alcoholic so, options. And I will be honest with people that the wine and the spirits that I've tried are god awful. They are <laughs> they are horrible. I will be uh, upfront with you and honest. They do not have that figured out yet. I did buy a bottle I don't know if they ever will. of de-alcoholized wine at Total Wine, and I took it to a birthday party. Um, it was a kid's birthday party, but all the moms were going to have wine while the kids had the birthday party. And so I took my non-al- or de-alcoholized wine um, and let the other moms taste it. And we agreed that it was like just okay. Yeah. So that's why, hence my tonic. Addiction right. continues. I, I, I will say that that is not a thing yet. Not that I know of anyways. And I don't know if I'd ever go down that road. If I wanted to have a glass of scotch or something like that during the holidays or whatever, I would just, just have that. If you want to have a good glass of wine, go to Chankaska because they don't have non-alcoholic wines that are good. No. I'm going to be honest no, with you. That, no, that's a tricky one. That is not a thing. But they have some great, and I mean great, non-alcoholic beers. So if you're wondering about actual beverages, those are options you have. If you want something like that, I'm like you. I don't need anything that even mimics any of that. I will take a, a tonic, and one of my favorite things to drink is like Seven Up Sprite or ginger ale. That's my that's my yep. thing. And I also like. I mean, you start to get into some of these like iced teas. I just I'll just drink anything. That's it. Doesn't have to be something that mimics an alcoholic beverage, right? right? So, uh, what's that stuff that I drank that Justin Bieber pushed for? A while? I'm sorry. What? No, not, no, not Justin Timberlake. Still what? It's it's spelled B-A-I. Oh, Justin Timberlake pushed that? Big time. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I think it's called Bi. And I think that's what and it it's is. it's like a flavored water. It's like 10 calories for 16 ounces, and it's it, it's super refreshing, and it's like, I love them. And they're good. And they're, they're Here high, comes George and his Antioxidants. water. I, no, I'm, I'm saying, people ask me, what do you drink? And I like iced teas, and I, it's just things like that. And I'm, I drink a lot of like 7-Up. Sprite, ginger ale, Sierra Mist, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing things. So if you're wondering, and I get that question a lot, those are the things that I go for. And the the great water 
chill flavor yeah. from the CBD centers is what I like to put in the tonic if I'm having uh, a quote unquote mocktail. If I want to have a mocktail or you and I are setting down to relax for the evening or we're in a social gathering, I love the stuff from the CBD centers. When Again, we're going to put a, we'll put a video up, uh, putting a few of them together. And I'm telling you, they're delicious. They've, they've got something going and, and that is the future. It's just a matter of time. That's where it's headed. Yep. Right. Because you want to know why? Hangovers will be a thing of the past. Nobody wants to be hungover anymore. And if, you, and if you drink enough to you're like, I'm never hungover, you probably need to get, you probably need to go see somebody, right? So that that's one question we get. What do you drink in social gatherings? And then another one is, this is a really big one, and I understand it. It's FOMO. It's fear of missing out. It's like, it, you want to know why? Because if people are going to go out and that's their intention to drink and that's like whether it's the start of a concert, whether it's going out golfing and they're just going to drink the whole time and that's what they want to do. A lot of the times they won't. You'll notice that you won't get those calls anymore. Yeah. And that's I'll be honest that with you. I, anyone that you talk to who has made a lifestyle choice like this will say that they've noticed that. Right. To some extent. You will. Right. Exactly. And it depends on the level of which you were participating before. Right. But um, as far as, like, I'm thinking specifically, like, networking events and work events, because I do a lot of that, I don't feel left out ever. Like, nobody makes it I, weird. I, yeah. I, I, it's, it was a little weird at first, but now everyone knows that I'm not going to have a, a beverage, an alcoholic beverage, and nobody cares. It's I, just a thing. The funny thing. Or th not a thing, I guess I should say. It's not as weird for me as a lot of people think it would be because, man, I had a reputation with like Jameson Irish whiskey and all of this stuff for years that I was on the radio that people believed that I was this flamethrower. And I know what, I did have some good times throughout my radio career. The funny thing is, Matt, Little from the CBD centers here in Mankato, Jeff Kukemecker, who now is the sales <laughs> manager at Unique Specialty and Classic Cars here in Mankato. All of us friends for 20, 20 years, right? And we were the guys whooping it up <laughs> together and doing all of this crazy stuff. And now none of us drank. <laughs> like, you know, is it? Did so, you did you get get your kicks while you were young? And but you just you, I will tell you this because I I going back to the fear of missing out. There's a lot of people, friends that I have that drink that I'm still friends with. Doesn't bother me, right? But there are some that will you'll just you'll just gradually grow away from. I'm not kidding. I'm going to be honest with that because that's a real thing. It happens. And it's not that you hate them or you tried to preach to them or any of this other stuff. You just find yourself doing different things. That's what it is. And that happens like when people get married or right. people have babies and like people grow and change and that's just a fact of life right so you know there are some changes with that and it, it, it i think that that is one of the most difficult things that people initially deal with they don't want to be left out right right absolutely but then you find you honestly you will find yourself just without even searching you'll because you're out doing other things and then a lot of them couples are, are just like you. They're just, they're, they're not drinking either because you just don't drink and do those things. Like I wouldn't have hiked in the Valley of Fire up some of those, uh, Valley of Fire, I mean, up some of those cliffs 
and up on, I was, we were in some touchy areas. I wouldn't have done that if I'd have been drinking. <laughs> no well, we, way. We wouldn't have gone I know, to but the it, Valley of Fire because there wasn't booze there. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, we wouldn't have. Exactly. And that sounds awful, but it's true. Right. I know. I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm going to find bottomless mimosas. And that it was just a different mindset that I had from what I have now. So I, I, I get that one a lot. Right. Like all my friends drink. This is what we do. We have a good time or, you know, and I'm like that. Hey, you do you. But I'll tell you this. There there will be friends that won't abandon you because you don't drink anymore. Here's one thing I've noticed. And this isn't a question that we've gotten. But I, I noticed this while we were on vacation, like just observing people around us. Not everyone drinks like I used to drink. Right. You know, like I would look around and be like, oh, there's a lot of people that aren't carrying a cocktail down the street at right. noon or 7 a.m. <laughs> in in Las it. Vegas, it's, it's right? So, in Las yeah. Vegas. It yeah. sounds bad, but it's like I was like so in it that I thought that that's just how everybody drank and like that that was a normal way of drinking. But but now that I'm not drinking and I look around, I'm like, oh, not everybody drinks like that like I no, used to. It's a different world. I mean, in the sense that you just, you're going to gravitate towards things that don't revolve around it. And that is what you, one thing you, that will amaze you is how much does revolve around it. Yep. Yep. That's what will really blow your mind because the further you get along and all of the, like we, we talked about yesterday with like, you know, the transition into new careers, new career paths this year. Everything we do now, like the month of May, getting out of school, this is the first year we've gone through all of this with our our new situation, right? We're not doing the same thing we've done for decades. And you will, have, and we talked about this a little bit at the end of yesterday's podcast that kind of led into this discussion. But you will have your firsts, right? That you, if you, if you choose to make a change in your lifestyle, you will have your firsts where you will feel nervous at first. Like, what's it going to be like? Is it, am I going to stick out like a sore thumb? Are people going to judge me? Um, mostly no one's paying attention to you. Right. <laughs> like I went to a fundraiser um, in a, a few, in a different community. Um, I didn't know anyone there. I went by myself and I, ha- I was like, I marched in and went to the bar, ordered my tonic water. No big deal. No one right. was paying attention. Honestly, if you have any any beverage in your hand at, at a social event like this, it's all between your ears. Nobody's paying attention, no. and odds are they don't even know that you're not drinking. No. Until you until they get to know you better, and then they figure that out. Or right? if they offer to get, right. you know, can I, can I refill your drink, or what are you drinking? And then you say it's tonic and lime, and they're like, hmm? What? Yeah, well, they're like, they're like, you mean gin and tonic? Nope. No. Nope. Just a tonic water and lime. But again, they're not judging you and no one's no one's really paying that much attention. No. So again, I, I think that uh most people won't notice, but you will notice the the guy that's had five or six of them <laughs> and comes talked. And you and, and in the past when you were drinking too, you didn't. Correct. This is a this is a real thing. You're being in a social environment like that, when you're the only completely sober individual, it's it is really eye opening to see what. what and you the, may not be the only no. sober individual, right? But you're probably in the minority no, right. in a lot of those situations, right? But you can you you can start to figure things out, mm-hmm. right? So 
as far as fear of missing out, don't because you can still do the same things and hang out with the same people, but there will be some changes Mm -hmm. and there will be crowds that you won't find yourself in anymore. Right. I had a, a, and this is kind of going on to the next thing that I wanted to bring up. I had someone who um, we used to be good friends with. They moved away and uh, they messaged us and said, I can tell you guys still aren't drinking. And I was like, how? Because of your skin. Well, yeah, you I can get- tell by the photos when I look at your faces that you're not drinking. And I was like, oh, I, I hadn't really paid that much attention to it until they brought it up. So that brings us to our next point. The physical changes. Yeah, there's a lot of people that ask, what benefits have you seen? Well, how has your life changed? What, what changes have you seen in yourself after now five months, right? Because you'll hear this. If you start digging into this and researching You'll, you'll, this number will come up, up a lot, 100 days. When you get to that 100-day mark and you, and you step back and you take a look and, then you, and, and assess how you feel, I think that's the point because it doesn't happen overnight, right? No. It's not like you're like, oh, I took the week off. That, no, that's not, that's not a thing. It takes much longer than that. It stuff's in your system for a long time. But once you get past that, I hear people all the time ask me because they want to know. That's why I know people are curious. That's why they call it the sober, curious movement, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, for sure, your skin. When you look at yourself in the mirror after a few months, it, I, I don't even think it takes that long to initially show, but when you do a side by side of yourself after like, four, three or four, even now five months, you look like you're aging in reverse. It's weird. It is really weird. Your skin really takes on a completely different look. Your eyes brighten up. You get less bags. There, All of this stuff starts to happen. And then you find yourself drawn to other things because you're looking for a lot of things to do, right? I can tell you the what would be the biggest difference. Skin, you brought up, that that's a huge difference. Just move it around my mobility. I know, okay, people, you know, at 50, you start to notice those things, right? I'm telling you something as simple as going up and down a flight of stairs. And then it even progresses beyond that. Now, since we haven't had a drop to drink since the year started, I've also developed a healthier lifestyle as far as my, my diet and I've been working with a personal trainer up at JP Fitness, which I uh, the I wouldn't have been going to the gym at all. No. Right? I just didn't. I mean, it was not something I was really interested in. But, you know, with the kids growing a little bit older and stuff now, I, like, I want to be able to move around like I did when up. I was a little bit younger to keep up. And I want to just do things. I want to be able to play tennis. I want to be able to go out and shoot hoops and, and do things like that. And I want to be able to do it without pain and, you know, the stiffness and soreness. So I developed a an exercise routine and I got my first taste of all of it when we were on vacation and we were out in the Valley of fire hiking at the state park in Nevada. And without even realizing it, I took off up those rocks and to the top of a point. And when I got up there, well, Terry who was with us said, my, you know, you're moving pretty well. How are you? And then I didn't realize it till I got to the top and I wasn't winded. I wasn't stiff. 
And I just was like, I, did, I didn't feel any aches or pains. I shot up there and I was like, man, I haven't moved like that since I was about 30. You were like a goat. I couldn't believe it. And then I didn't, I didn't realize it while I was doing it until I got up there and I stood there and I was like, did I just do that? <laughs> like, right. Easily. You did I know. easily with it. Gracefully. Honestly, because I remember all of the stuff I did when I was young in the Marine Corps. Like I was on all kinds of adventures in the mountains doing mm -hmm. this, that, and and I felt like for the first time in decades, you know what? If I keep this up, I can do those things again. That's what I, that's what came to my mind. It's a great feeling. And it was weird in the sense that I was like, you know, you just have that moment. That was a real moment for me. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. And I didn't even think about it. And I did it with ease, mm -hmm. you know? And those are the moments that really help motivate you and inspire you and remind you that you're doing something really good for yourself. Absolutely. So having said that, what is the, besides your skin, what's one thing that you've noticed? Mine is my anxiety. And I was, I, I have a prescription for anxiety medication. I've been diagnosed by my doctor. Um, and I rarely need it because I, I mean, alcohol is a depressant. It, it's like pouring gasoline on anxiety. And so when you aren't doing that, it's a lot easier to get better. Right. And that's what I've noticed the most is that my anxiety is drastically reduced. I mean, I still have it and I still feel anxious, but it's not constant. And it's not like those spikes, like when you... right the day after you've had a lot to drink where your anxiety is just sky high. Right. Um, I don't have those peaks anymore. An another thing, and I wondered about this, and this was something that was actually kind of a concern of mine. I was like, will I enjoy music festivals and things like that? Because whenever I was at a concert, I was always drinking. Oh yeah. Right. I was just, that was just part of the gig. Right. And, uh, I started digging into that and doing research and 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 listening to some of these uh, these guys that coach through this, and they said that that takes a while, but that is a direct reflection of what that what alcohol was doing to you. It was the dopamine in your mind, right? Mm -hmm. And you just can't give that up because I honestly I was like I wasn't I was wondering if I was ever going to be interested in going to a live music event again. Because I was like, I just don't want to hang out in that environment. And I don't want to sit there, you know, stone cold sober while everybody else. I mean, there's a there's a time and a place for everything. And, you know, that's where you, you should be drinking. And slowly, because it can take, honestly, they, they say that that can take, that your mind resetting, because that's what mm -hmm. it needs to do, that can take anywhere from two months to a year. So be patient with but, yourself. But you you will notice a difference. And I thought to myself, again, this is going to sound bizarre, but I'm telling you, it's a fact. For the first time when we were watching, when I was at the Doobie Brothers concert for their 50th anniversary in Las Vegas, we were out there. We saw Rod Stewart too, by the way. I, I love classic rock, right? And so, they were both great. And it was my, it was my, birth, it was your birthday. It was my birthday trip. <laughs> so I saw them both, but. It was odd to me that for the first time since I was probably in high school when I would put my Def Leppard tape in or this or that and I would listen to music and I loved it because I didn't drink because I wasn't old enough. For the first time, 
I got a little taste of what that felt like to feel that exhilaration. And it was the music that was giving it to me, not alcohol. And I was like, God, this is fantastic. And I'm here. And Tom Johnston of the Doobie (laughs) Brothers is the guy that's running the dopamine in my head right now. And that was a worry of mine because I still, it wasn't completely all back, right? But I, it was there. And I, and it, and when you feel that, it encourages you mm-hmm. and motivates you because you know that you as an individual are still there and you don't need anything to get that euphoric feeling back. It's always there and it will come back, but it takes time. Yeah. So it's strange to, I mean, and I sound like I'm a guy that went through and I didn't, I'm not, no rehab. I haven't been to the doctor. I just decided a lot about yourself. Right. When you make any kind of lifestyle change. Right. Especially one like this. So I can tell you that beyond the shadow of any doubt, that was a big worry of mine. And it's take it, it, it has taken time, but it's there. Mm-hmm. That that euphoria that you feel, because you get that first drink in you, right? When you're at a concert, you get that first drink in you. You know what I'm talking about. I've been there, right? And you're like, well, you still get that rush. It's it's in you. It's in you. You just gotta you gotta let your mind reset and work that back out, right? So, it, yeah, it it was that was incredible to me. That and me just moving through the valley of fire like I was. You know, twenty years younger you than I am. You were young again. It was nuts, right? It's, <laughs> you were it's, you were booking. It's things like that, right? And and you it takes time, but once you start to feel that and you experience it, it is man, that is a great feeling mm-hmm. to know that you're still there as an individual. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you know, for years, I think a lot of people, and it is a culture in this country. It really is, and and I'll be it. And again, I'm not telling people who drink socially that it, that you can't that not to do that anymore. Hey, you do you, but I'm telling you from my experience and I know that there's a lot of guys thinking just like me because you're all inboxing me or mm-hmm. messaging me and you don't want to talk about this with anybody else and I don't you know and I understand that it makes some people feel uncomfortable. Some people may be concerned that it wouldn't be that easy and if and if you are and because I've had that as well, people encounter that I've encountered have told me that I'd contact your doctor. Yeah. Because there is certain levels of addiction that you might not even realize where you may have a physical addiction and that is not safe. Right. No, go cold Turkey. No. Cause alcohol is one of the most addictive drugs there is. I mean, you'll have, if you're, if you're legitimately and addicted, you're going to, you're going to have some issues that you're going to need to probably help. And there there's, there's, medical professionals to help you through that but um i would say like i started questioning my relationship with alcohol december of 2020 2020 and i remember doing the same thing and saying i'm going to do dry january and i'm going to start the day after christmas and then i was like oh i feel so good this is great and then i thought oh i can have a, li- a little bit because i just proved that i could go you know, 60 days without drinking. Um, And so then I had a glass of wine and then I had another glass of wine and then I was right back where I started questioning my relationship with alcohol and its place in my (laughs) life. And I was like, okay, 
I'm learning that I can't just have a glass of wine, that I'll always end up (laughs) back where I started and worse. Right. And so that's when I decided this past December, like, I need to really see what my life could be like if I just eliminate it. Right. And um, it hasn't always been easy. And there has been ups and downs. And sometimes you do feel like, ah, dang it. Why can't I just be normal? Um, but it, it's the right. the pros outweigh the cons tenfold. For, for, for us. Me. Yeah, for, for us. Right. Yeah. So I and, and again, you're always going to be inundated with the ads. Oh, yeah. Right, and it's not yeah. just television or or what you're here seeing on social media. Th- the best marketing and advertising companies out there are hired by these companies that produce this any alcohol, and uh, they do a really they do really good job. Yeah. So that's and you know I've. I would say that it has escalated over the past couple of decades. It has just, it's really, it's, I mean, and I think is what one thing before we wrap up here that caused a lot of people to kind of take a look at it, I think is the last couple of years, the pandemic, pandemic, because there was a lot of us when we were hunkered down by ourselves and we were at home in the evenings and you were drinking and it wasn't a social event. You were just drinking because Mm -hmm. you were bored and you thought it would make you feel better and a lot of people started to examine their relationship with it and uh i think you know that that helped fuel the sober curious movement yeah and it's again it's gaining a lot of steam so if i I tell people all everybody that asked me man and the reason we're doing this again is because there is nothing that gets a reaction like this does. And it's and a the, and, and, and it's a positive reaction, by the way. It's very positive. And because we're consistently getting inboxed in questions, um, and because we're still living this lifestyle, I feel like why not talk about it? Like, why not right. share our experience on vacation? And why not share our experience as we head into the summer months? Right. The fun, you know? I'll, I'll, and I'll and I'll I'll bring the I'll bring the name up, but I was it was a podcast with uh with Dave Ryan, who's done K, I mean, he's a radio god in the Midwest, certainly oh, in the yeah. Twin Cities, absolutely on, on KDWB in Minneapolis, and uh, he was interviewing a, a mutual friend of ours that's a sober coach now, and he exactly what I noticed. He was like, "I don't know what it is." I goes, "I don't know what it is," but whenever I bring this up, this is like this. It's just like wildfire. It takes off. People have a ton of questions. You want to know why? Because they're curious, right? right? And so all I'm trying to do is answer the questions as honest as I can and not be preachy, but to tell you, if you've even thought about it, give it a legitimate shot. Do it. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. You, you'd you be shocked at how much of that younger or the you that you feel like you've lost is still there, right? Yeah. It's just being suppressed. And, and also, as far as career-wise, Alcohol does a great job of disguising and hiding opportunity. I'm yeah. going to leave you with that, right? A lot of what we've seen over the past couple of years with people getting out, a lot of them sobered up and were like, well, I don't have to do this <laughs> This thing. isn't for me. Right, exactly. <laughs> so in that note, by the way, you can always inbox us and ask us questions. We're not judgy and I'm not going to be preachy. I, I'm happy to answer any of them. 
this is just a great platform that we can use to just on a broad spectrum talk to you all of you individually and let you know. And if you're out looking for tonic, save some for me because right? the last time I tried to buy tonic, the shelves were bare. So, I, by the way, I, I popped in there just yesterday again, is it and still it's, gone? it's still empty. Guys, this and is it's like, around town. This is it's not like baby formula level emergency, but yeah, <laughs> right. It's close. I know. No, I I'm saying that in jest, of course, but, but yeah. But anyways, so this weekend, and watch, because we're, we're going to get a video up. I'm telling you, if you've not visited and you want something to relax and uh, and you want to try something that's not alcohol, go to the CBD centers here in Mankato. The one up here in town here is located up on St. Andrews Drive, just up near Drummer's Garden Center. You can't miss it. It's tucked back in there. But go in there and talk to them because there's they've got there's different they're super there's different products yeah they have help a, you find the one that's right for you a great staff they'll tell you and uh, it's interesting to talk to the staff that works there too because they're kind of like you and I where people are curious about things and uh, and people are looking for alternatives to alcohol and uh, living a, a healthier lifestyle and it's funny because I I can talk to them and. It's like, oh, we're, you're preaching to the choir. I'm like, I know what you're saying, buddy. So anyways, I'm telling you, as we head into Memorial Day weekend, try it. Go to the CBD centers of Mankato. My favorite is their chill, chill yep. drink. That's and my a, favorite too. It's a citrus flavor. And I dilute that half and half with tonic water or whatever. Club soda if you can't find tonic water. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. On that note, we will be back. We'll, we'll have an episode. Are we coming back Monday or are we coming back Tuesday? Um, probably Tuesday. Probably Tuesday. I'm going to give myself the day off on Monday. Right. But again, remember what this weekend is all about. Again, it is, it is all of the men and women who gave their life uh, for this great country. Memorial Day. Thank veterans coming up in November. Have yourself a fantastic weekend.